0: Well, what are we going to do now? You know what? I'm going to remember this. If you didn't bring a Bible tonight, you want to borrow one of ours? Raise your hand. Ushers will give you a Bible if you need one. There, look at that. Remembered. Steel trap. Right there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us, isn't he? Well, let's, uh, let's pray. And then let's uh, let the Lord lead us in the word tonight. Father, we do thank you. Thank you that we're saved. Thank you that we're delivered. Thank you that our bodies are healed, that our families are restored. Thank you for your goodness in our lives. Lord, we thank you that we will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And Lord, we ask tonight... For your help in this service, Lord. That your word would go forth in power, Lord. That it would be your word and not the ideas and opinions of man. It wouldn't be my opinion, but it would be the very word of God, Lord. And we purpose in our hearts to receive it as your word and in truth. And we also purpose in our hearts to be doers of that Word and to go out from this place and share that Word with others. And we give You glory in advance for every life, including our own, that it will change. And we thank You for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, how many know Brother Moore's been teaching on faith on Friday night? So I'm going to teach on faith on Friday night. Or at least part of part, part of faith anyway. How about that? Uh, because you know what? We're all full of faith together because we've been getting filled up with faith. So we're going to eat some more faith. How many, how many know you can eat cheeseburgers like every day if you really like them? I can eat cheeseburgers. A lot. Several times and have no problem. Well, the Word of God is much better than that. And we can eat all we want and you can't even eat too much. Amen? I like something you can't eat too much of. That's right up my alley right there. I'm one of those people that always get full before I'm done eating. I still want to eat more, but it's too late. Thank you, Lord. Well, we can fill up on this Word and not have any problems. We can't overdose. We can't get too much. And the Lord wants us to have more. Amen? More and more understanding. Let's open our Bibles to Hebrews 10. 35. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews 10.35 and 36. Hebrews 10.35 says, Cast not away your confidence. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. Which has great recompense of reward. How many know when you cast away your confidence, that's, that's the, the equal to quitting? That's fainting, that's giving up. Amen? How many have ever cast your confidence away? Huh? I, I have. I'm raising my hand, see? So yeah. You can be holier than me if you don't raise your hand. <laughs> it wouldn't be real hard. No, it would be really hard because I'm holy now. You know, God's made me holy, so it would be difficult. But, but you know, it's, it's easy to get frustrated when you're walking in the flesh, when you're walking carnally, and you're looking at things the wrong way. You know, the, the one thing we need to look at right first is the Word of God. You know, Brother Moore was talking about in the series before this, Hear and Be Healed, and, 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 and about hearing the Word and, and, and valuing the Word for what it is, not just a word, it's the Word. Amen? And, and one of the things we want to see right all the time is His Word because His Word, faith comes by hearing His Word. Amen? Mm-hmm. So where your faith is is going to be equal to what you received from, from His Word. And how... Let me, let me go a different step. How you received His Word. You know, if if you are uh, someplace and whoever's talking can't say something that you don't know, then you're not going to receive anything that night because you're way too smart. <laughs> right? But right. I remember when I was a teenager, I was so much smarter than my mom, I couldn't hardly receive anything from her. And then as I grew up a little bit, I realized how stupid I was. Amen? And uh, because I wasn't smarter, I just thought I was. And in thinking you're smarter, you will forego some of the mercies of God in your own life. Amen? Never think you're too smart. I remember uh, when I first... Uh, we were going to a word church, and then the Lord said, I want you to go to this denominational church. And so I said, I wonder why. Because you know, I was stupid. There's, I don't need to wonder why. If God told you to go there, there's a really good reason. You know, That's a dumb question. Why ask God, you wonder why? Just go. Well, what if Abraham would have said, I wonder why he wants me to go there. <laughs> instead of just going. But, you know, when I got there, I started critiquing the preacher rather than listening to him. And the Lord said, you might as well not come because you're never going to get anything from here. He said, stop doing that and, you, and, I'll, and I'll teach you some things. And he did. And, and I learned amazing things. Amazing things. How many know every part of the body has something to offer? Amen. Every part that's named in the name of Jesus Christ's body has, has something to offer. Amen. And that's a total rabbit trail. Don't know how I got over there. We're going to come right back over here. Cast, cast not away. Amen? But we don't want to cast away our confidence. Why? What's our confidence in? It's got to be in the Word of God. Right? Or you will cast it away. Because it's not founded on anything that has any power, any might, any strength. But when our confidence is on the Word of God, it has great recompense of reward. Why is he saying don't cast it away? Because there you're going to get something if you don't. Amen? If you don't cast your confidence away, you're going to receive a benefit. Amen? Amen. How many know that when you stay the course on on your journey of faith, you always receive at the end victory? (laughs) Let me say that again. That that wasn't an opinion. That's truth. (laughs) Now, if you thought you stayed the course and didn't receive it, either you're still on the course... Or you cast away. Yes,
1: sir. Right? <laughs> There's
0: only two options. Right? God either gave you victory or you quit. Yes,
1: sir.
0: Right? You know, if we just get that straightened out in our heart right there, right? If I started something and I didn't win, I quit. Because everything you start in Christ and in faith in God, you are going to win at the end. And if you didn't, you didn't make it to the end it'd be like me running a mile
1: about halfway
0: through i'd quit and i wouldn't get anything at the end because even if i ran i wouldn't get anything at the end except last (laughs) but if you quit in your faith journey you won't receive any reward amen the reward of every faith journey is the end of your faith what are you believing for you know, if you were believing for finances, at the end of your faith journey, there will be finances. Amen? If you were believing for healing, at the end of your faith journey, you will be healed. Right. Amen? Amen? And it, it's not a matter of what you're believing, it's a matter of, and, and when you'll receive it, it's a, or, or if you'll receive it, it's a matter of when you'll receive it. And that's where we have to stay steady. It, because if you don't think there's a win, you're likely to cast away. If there's not a place where, where there's a win, I'll receive it, you're not going to make it to the end because you don't believe there's a win. A win, W-H-E-N, or a win, W-I-N, either one. Amen? And so we always have to expect that there will be a win, we receive it. Amen? Now when are we supposed to receive what we're believing for by faith? Right after we pray it, right? Isn't that what the verse says? When you pray, believe you receive, and you shall have. We're going to go to that verse here in a little bit. So that's when we're supposed to receive it. And they say, well, you mean that's when you get it? I said, no, that's when you receive it. Amen? Like when I go to the drive through window. Why are we on food tonight? I don't know. At the broccoli store. How about that? Does that make you guys feel better? When I go through the drive drive-through window and I order something, I've already received it. I'm expecting to get it with all my heart. And in fact, is I'm excited to get it, unless it actually were, yeah. But I'm excited to get it, right? Why? Because I've I've ordered it. I have asked for it. Well, we're we're asking a faithful God, and we're not talking about drive-through food. We're talking about healing and deliverance. We're talking about peace and joy. We're talking about the things that are eternal in this life. Amen. And when we ask for them, we should receive them. Right then and there, we should receive them. Amen? And then we should be confident in the word that we received him on. Remember we, Mrs. Moore talked about having a word, right? Right? Remember that? Right? That's how you take your steps. You have a word. And so when that, whatever word it is we're standing on, then we're confident in that word. And what he's saying is don't cast that confidence away. Because it has great recompense reward. And the next verse says... For you have need of patience. What's well, that got to do with confidence? Yeah, I remember I used to tell somebody a long time I was teaching Bible study, and they said, uh, they said, Well, we don't want you to pray for us to have patience because that comes with tribulation. And, and, I, and I'm like, Guess what? Tribulation coming whether you have patience or not. You better hope you have some patience when tribulation comes. Amen? <laughs> it do be coming. You, as long as you're in the world, you know and they're saying, "Oh, that's that's pain and suffering." No, the tribulation don't mean pain and suffering. Tribulation just means a trial. Amen. You might be have a trial getting out of bed to go to tr- go to work in the morning or go to church on Sunday. That may be your trial, and you're going to have to get in faith to get up and do it, aren't you? Amen. <laughs> but you better have some patience so that the Lord can help you. Amen. And try, you know, but. And that's what I told him. Like, no, patience is something you need to get through a tribulation. And that's what we got to realize. If you're waiting on something without patience, you're not going to be waiting very long. Right? The word patience in the Bible, godly patience, is cheerful, hopeful, endurance. Now, see, that's not what we learned patience was, was it? When we were throwing a fit, and your mom said, Have patience. Just wait a little bit. They didn't tell you about the cheerful and hopeful part. So just endure. It'll happen. Enduring is not all that fun. You know? <laughs> but cheerful, hopeful enduring is. Why? Because you're not just waiting. You're waiting with a godly force in your life helping you. Patience is not a feeling. Patience is not an emotion. Patience is a spiritual force. It, it's a fruit of the Spirit, and it, it is something that enables us to get through our waiting. Amen? For a Christian, when you say, I, when you pray and you believe, you receive, the time in between believing and receiving is where patience does its work. Amen? Amen? But what you got to know is that's, there's only a space in there. It's a time in between where you prayed and you received. But there, there, it's, it's in between them. In other words, at the end, there is receiving. Yes, sir. Somehow we've gotten this idea that there's such a thing as waiting patiently that you never get. That, that is religious tradition and false. When we pray and we truly believe that we have received those things that we've asked for, then we believe we're going to. We've already received it, so we're waiting. We're waiting to get it. We're not waiting to see if we get it. We're waiting to get it. Amen. If you prayed for healing in your body, you shouldn't be waiting to see if you get it. You're waiting to get it. In other words, you're going to get it. You say, well, Dave, what if I don't? Yeah, that's, there's no, you can't ask that question. You just cast away your confidence. Right? This is the answer to that question. Don't ask it. Right? The answer to what if I don't is don't ask. Because you can't, there is no such thing. People say, well, I just get tired. I get tired and I just I just don't understand. You don't have to get tired because you can have patience. Patience will keep you strong while you wait. It'll keep you believing in someone else even when it doesn't look like you should believe in them. Right? You'll be patient with them. God was patient with you. My gosh, He was patient with me. Thank you, Lord, you were patient with me. Glory to God. Right? And godly patience is something we all possess because it's a fruit of the Spirit. It's up to us whether we use it in the receiving department. People who don't use patience don't generally receive. People say, why is it going to take a long time? I didn't say that patience had anything to do with time. Right? See, immediately when we see cheerful, hopeful endurance, we think endurance you know, means a long time. Not necessarily. You might only have to endure for a minute. You still endured, right? The patience in this verse especially does not mean length of time. It just means endurance. And, and, and the more cheerful and hopeful you are, probably the less endurance you'll have to have. Kind of like that smiling jogger. You know, he's, he's so happy jogging, he doesn't know that he feels bad. He's got to feel bad because I've jogged and I feel bad when I jog. Right? I don't feel like I can breathe. I feel like I'm going to pass out. No, but he's cheerful and hopeful. He, he, he believes. and He's not hoping he'll make it to the, He's hoping, expecting to make it to the finish line. Amen? And that's what the, that's what patience is. It's hopeful, cheerful, expectation... That you're going to endure until you see what what you what you've received, amen. And receiving that this is a key to receiving. So many people have cast away their confidence, and it says you have need of patience. If the Bible says you need patience, I'm pretty sure you're going to need it. I, you know, I, I can't I can't say God's wrong at any point if He says you need something, right? And he didn't say you want it, right? <laughs> he could have said, no, you really do want this. Try it. No, he said you need it.
1: <laughs>
0: he said, guess what? If you're not going to cast away your confidence, you're going to need some patience. Because after you've done the will of God, people say, well, I've done the will of God and I've done everything I know to do. What do I do next? Here's your answer. Patience. How many people I answer a question for right there? Huh? <laughs> Because you say, well, what do I do next? And people say, well, stand, stand, uh, having done all. And that's, that's the Bible pad answer, especially in the Word of Faith Church. Having done all to stand, stand. Yeah, you do need to stand, but you better have some patience Amen. while you're standing, or you're going to stand like this
1: <laughs>
0: instead of this. Amen. See, patience stands like this. Patience, he ain't worried. Patience, she, she's going to have what she was aiming for when she started. Amen. Glory to God, and and it says that if you have patience after you've done the will of God, what, why do you need it? That you might receive the promise. What's he saying? You might because you still could cast away your confidence. But if you have confidence after you've done the will of God, you can receive the promise. Amen. And if if you got a promise in there that you're looking for, if you're believing for healing, if you're believing for your children, if you believe if you've been you've been down and you just need some joy, guess what? He's got that. Right? You can ask Him and receive it and you can say, I don't feel joyful yet. Patiently wait for it. Right? It's coming. It's coming. Amen? So now, now the new answer for having done all, I've done everything I know to do, be patient. Be godly patient. What we can start saying is, well, you know what you ought to do? You ought to cheerfully endure. You might get smacked a couple times you give that answer, huh? <laughs> I can think of a couple times where where I've I've thought that I had done everything I should have done, and I'm like, well, I don't understand. I've done everything I should have done. Well, do you know that this isn't a works campaign? <laughs> that it's according to your faith, not your works. Right? Right? He, he's not. He's not. He's not saying, oh, wait a second. You know, you need to do this first. You see, people we call patience works. Patience isn't works. Patience is the ability not to have to work. People that don't have patience, they're working to get what I've already believed I got. And I'm about to have. Mm-hmm. Amen? Does that make sense? Or did I say that backwards? Did I, Does that sentence work? Okay. Sometimes I talk faster than my head. You guys ever done that? We have need of patience that after we do it, that we might receive the promise. Look at Romans uh, 8.25. I know Brother Moore was here last week. And... Gosh, I guess that's a good place to be then. Romans 8.25, I think he started in 24. We're just going to read 25. It says, but if you hope for... What's patience again? Cheerful, hopeful, hopeful, not wishful, hopeful. God kind of hope. Cheerful, hopeful. If you hope for what you see not, in other words, if you're still expecting what you don't see then you will, is what this is basically saying, with patience, then we do. do. Do we, that's kind of backwards, but we do with patience wait for it. In other words, if you're truly expecting something that you've prayed for and asked, if you're truly expecting it, then you will with patience wait for it. Why? Because you're expecting to get it. You're excited. See, that, that's, that's what's happening. The, the excitement of, of our faith is, is not there when we don't have patience. Because patience is the excitement that you're getting ready to see it. It's, it's, not, it's not, oh, i got to have it, i got to have it. It's, I'm going to have it, I'm going to have it. Amen? Right. Amen? Amen. And, and, and we've got to get to a place in the Word of God that when we see a Word, we count it truth, and now we call it ours. Amen? Amen. If you see 1 Peter 2.24, and it says, By whose stripes ye were healed, that verse is truth. And if you choose to believe it and patiently wait, you will have it. Right. Amen? Yeah. It, it can't not happen. Right? There's your double negative for the night. It can't not happen. Patience. Patience is what keeps us. It gives you the ability for, for to, to not quit. It makes you an unquitter, if you will. Right? An unquitter. Right? I don't want to be a quitter, I'll be an unquitter. Right? I'm not going to be a fainter, I'll be an unfainter. Right? I'm not going to be a I'm not going to give up, I'll be an ungiver upper. Amen. We're not we're not this this is good news. Patience is not bad news. It's what the world has made out of these words. Like Brother Moore talked about hope last week. The world's made it into some kind of a wish that you might get something. And see, and what's happening is because we're, we're connecting these words that way, we're not receiving the true benefits of God's Word. And you got people out there saying, I don't know if that's real. My parents believed that way and I never saw them get anything. You know what? You should have been praying for your parents instead of judging them. Whoa, wow. Wow. Huh? Kids, you know you could pray for your parents. They meet it. Amen. Right? <laughs> they, they would welcome it. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. But if we hope for what we see not, we do with patience, wait for it. Patience is not waiting. Patience is a way of waiting. You could wait without patience or you could wait with patience. You always can tell people who are waiting without it. Because they're not getting anything, and they're not going to get anything, and they don't wait very long. Why? Because when you, once you're not cheerful, you're not having any fun, and you'll go find your own way. Usually, you'll find a substitute for your faith, for what you were actually believing for. Substitutes are what we get. They're they're Ishmaels, right? We we had a we had a substitute dog. <laughs> yeah, we did, yeah. We wanted a dog, but we got in too big a hurry to get the dog that God would have had. Not now we got a good dog. she loves her. But at one time we got a, we got a black lab, and this black lab was just dumb. And I know they're not normal, but ours was. you know and but it was an Ishmael dog. We knew we weren't supposed to get it, you know and we, were, we, we, we thought we might believe for the right dog, but instead, you know, we thought, well, this must be it. Now, that's what, that's what Sarah thought when she told Abraham. This must be how God was going to do it. You know, God's not trying to hide how He's going to do stuff from us. Amen. Amen. Right. And He wasn't hiding that dog. He wasn't hiding that when we got that dog. We were hiding from Him. I hope He doesn't see us get this dog. But then, when it turned out to be that stupid, He had to know we had that dog. And it was stupid all its life. Might have been the owner's fault. <laughs> Amen. Not, not the dog's fault. Owner error. Amen. So with patience, we can receive the things God has for us, and not the mistakes that we have for us. Amen. Amen. We, we're not looking for the mistake, and then for God to fix it. If we'll, if we will, with patience keep our confidence and hold fast to the faith that we started in we'll receive what god had planned for us all along amen instead of receiving something that isn't god at all amen it's quiet in here tonight you know with these new air conditioners they kick off and there's not even a fan running so it's really quiet if i quit talking thank goodness that doesn't happen very often look go to mark 11 Mark 11. Mark 11, uh, up in a, above verse 20. We'll start in verse 20. But Jesus is on his way somewhere, and he goes to the fig tree. And the fig tree has no figs. And I guess people think he got mad, but I think he just cursed it. I don't think Jesus really got mad at trees. And <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Some people think he got. I don't think Jesus got mad at trees. And, uh, you know, the the tree said, you ain't getting no fruit. And he said, fine, nobody will. And, you know, but basically, basically Jesus cursed the fig tree. Amen? And then they went on, right, to the temple and had the big deal at the temple. And then they came back, apparently, and went to bed. And guess what? They had to pass that same tree when they came back, right? Mm Because they passed it going out. They had to pass it coming back, right? Mm -hmm. If you pass the Conoco station coming, you should pass it going. If you don't, you might want to check your map because you're real close to lost. Amen? So in the morning, they got up the next morning and apparently heading out the same direction as the fig tree. How many know that Jesus had to look over and see that fig tree too? Huh? You reckon He said, Oh man, I cursed that thing too. I don't know what happened. I know I cursed it. Let's see. I was standing in front of him. and I said, yeah, no man. Yeah. Huh, maybe I better go back after the guys are asleep. Curse that baby again. Huh? You know, how many people have prayed for something and, and immediately brought themselves out of any faith they might have been in because they didn't see what they thought they should have seen by the time they should have seen it? Amen? Why? Because no patience. No patience, right? Jesus was very patient. I don't even—I bet he didn't even look at the tree when he walked by it, right? He—he wasn't worried about the tree. Why? He had already cursed it. Guess what? The tree was going to die. Why? Because he had faith in what his words had spoken, and he had already received the tree dead. Was the tree dead? The next morning, it looked dead, but it, it started dying the minute he cursed it. Right? Guess what? We start receiving. We start receiving the minute we ask for it. Now, when you're walking back past it, that's when the test comes. That's when. That's when they're trying your faith. It's when, you, and you look over. Ooh, a fig tree. I know. I know. I cursed the old fig tree. Not sure what's going on with the fig tree, but I cursed it. No, you don't even look at the fig tree. Why? You're done with the fig tree. That's right. that's good. If you're believing for healing in your life and you've prayed and asked and you've got word that's truth, you don't look for the new symptoms. You don't, You. don't. The only thing you notice is you getting better. And if you don't notice you getting better, you don't notice anything at all. Right? Right? If you're in faith and you're patiently waiting, you'll try to move that part you couldn't move before. Why? Because you're in faith. You're believing. You're believing. You're not needing to see anything. If, you don't, if that part doesn't move, you're still believing. Right? If your stomach don't feel better, you're still getting better. And you say, well, how long should I wait? It, you don't have to ask that question. Right? It's not a length of time thing. It's a patiently waiting. If you you think Jesus walked by that tree and said, "Mm, maybe we might not go that day. We might not go this way in the morning just in case that's not dead. Just in case the tree's still alive, we're going to go around this big building so the guys can't see it. He didn't give the tree another thought. Like when Peter said that, when Peter when they, when, they, when they went by at the morning and they saw that the fig tree had dried up at the roots, verse 21, and Peter said, "Master, look, the fig, the, the, the fig tree that you cursed is withered away and Jesus goes, "Whoa! Wow, it does work! Man, I was sure hoping it would. I was just trying it. If he'd had just been trying it, it would have still been alive. And that's the problem. We got too many triers. And it, we got to be doers of the word. Not, it doesn't say be a trier of the word. Amen? And, and, it, and it doesn't say try faith. It doesn't say faith comes by trying. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing comes by the word of God, right? And when you hear that word and you get that faith, then you stand on that word. You don't stand on what you see, you don't stand on the fig tree still green, you don't stand on anything else except for what God said, and then you patiently wait for it. Why? Because you're going to have it. It's not in question. We have to come to a point where what we ask for is no longer in question. The question isn't if we'll get it, the question is we will get it, And you know, is it there today? You know, if you're believing for something, if you're believing for money, you ought to be looking in the mailbox every day. I don't know that it will come that way, but who knows? Why? Because you're expecting it. Amen? If you sat down at a table in a restaurant, we're we're going back to food. Wonder why. Look at Dave. So we're we're down at at a restaurant, we're, we're at the table, and we've ordered. Joe walks in, he says, hey, hey, what would you order? This is a good restaurant, what would you order? He said, oh, I ordered a cheeseburger. I'm going to have a cheeseburger. He says, oh man, you're going to really enjoy that. Why, he's expecting you to get it. Guess what, your friends should be helping you too. Right? If you said, and if you, if you said hey, I asked God for this, your friends should say, oh, you're going to enjoy that healing. Yeah, you will, you will love so much not being in pain. You're going to enjoy that a lot. Or you could have somebody comes up and you say and they go, what you order? I, say, ah, I ordered a cheeseburger. I don't know if I'll get it or not though. <laughs> well, what kind of restaurant are you at?
1: <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> right? And and uh, or else you'd say, I ordered a cheeseburger, and Joe comes up and says, Well, you ain't got one. I don't think I don't look to me like you're having no cheeseburger, because you ain't got no cheeseburger. If you had a cheeseburger, I'd see the cheeseburger and you don't got a cheeseburger. No help whatsoever, right? What, what, if, what if that night when they walked back uh, and, the, and Peter would have walked by that tree and said, Jesus, that tree ain't dead. Jesus probably would have just ignored him. And that's what we should just do when our help doesn't help. You know Amen? I <laughs> when our help doesn't help, it's time to ignore them, turn right back to the Word of God, and say, well, this is what the Word says, and I'm going to patiently wait. I'm going to cheerfully, hopefully endure until I have what I've asked for. Amen? Sir. Amen? Amen. You know, this isn't a giving problem. See, we, we act like we're waiting for God to give us something. He's already given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's given us richly all things to enjoy. Right? If, if he gave his own son, would he not give you freely everything? Amen? Amen. This is not a giving problem. Look, look at this. Go to, oh, we're still in Mark. That's a perfect place to be. Keep on going in Mark. Mark, uh, oh, Peter looked at the tree. He said, look, the one you cursed, it's, it's gone. And Jesus didn't, didn't do a dance or nothing. You know, if, if, we, if, if something happens in our life, yeah, we should rejoice. But not because we're surprised. Right? If you're surprised, then I don't know. Somebody else was believing for you because you wouldn't have got it. Because if you were surprised, you really weren't expecting it anyway, right? Because it's a surprise. Right? right? Like, there's no such thing as faith surprises. Well, I was believing for that, I thought, but man, I really did get it. Wow. <laughs> I just pulled one over on God and got something without me really expecting it. No. You didn't ever get anything you didn't expect. That's right. That's right. Amen? Does <laughs> that make sense? Yeah. Right. yeah. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God. Peter's talking about the fig tree, and Jesus now talking about faith. Why? Because that's what it was about. He said, Have faith. And in other versions it says, Have the faith of God. In other words, Have God-like faith. God believes that when He says, Light be... Light's going to be. That's what He believes. And guess what? When He said it, light be. Amen? Right? Everything God says comes to pass. Why? Because He believes that those things that He says, people say, well, He's God. You're created in His image. Amen? Filled with His Spirit. Glory to God. Thank You, Lord. Jesus said, have faith in God. Go to the next verse. For verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed. We were talking about a fig tree. He's talking about a mountain now. Yes. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, shall not doubt. You know what people who aren't patient do? If you're not being patient, you're probably being the opposite. You're probably being a doubter. If you're waiting without patience, then you're, you're open game for the enemy. Right. right? Because you're not cheerful or hopeful. Right? Let alone enduring. And so he's walking up behind you and saying, I ain't coming. Been waiting two days. That ain't coming. Remember that one guy that believed for that? He didn't get it. Remember that other guy? He was believing to be healed. He died. And they'll bring up every bad thing you've ever heard or saw. Mm -hmm. Right? He'll try to help you unbelieve. (laughs) Right? The devil's good at helping you unbelieve. Mm Amen? Amen? Because this says, if you shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe those things that which you say shall come to pass. What's he talking about? The godlike faith. He's talking about God's kind of faith. This is what God believes when He speaks. He, he, he doesn't think that He's going to talk to a mountain and it's going to disobey. Right? When God says mountain, move. Guess what? It's getting ready to use some flat ground real quick. Amen? You reckon light argued? <laughs> light? be oh, god I'm, i don't want to come out. no light bead right then B. Be- B. E. D. is that bead yeah <laughs> amen. amen when when god speaks something he immediately believes that what he spoke is coming to pass right. amen? amen and so it does and that's what jesus is saying and he said this to men he said if you'll have faith just like god then you can say to the mountain be thou removed yeah. yes. and, and and in our minds we say wow it's god and it's a mountain he's god and the mountain's big and man we just joined forces with the children of israel in the in the wilderness didn't we didn't we yeah, yeah but he's god he can do anything yeah he can do anything he can tell you what you can do and it can really be true yes. he's that powerful He's that powerful that He could tell you that you have this power and you really do. Amen? And you know what's even more true about it? He can't lie. If He opened His mouth and said you can do this, then the mere fact that He said it means you can. Amen? Glory to God. And He said, he said, if, you'll do, if you believe those things that will come to pass, you'll have whatsoever you say. Verse 24, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that God gives them to you. Is that what it said? No. Believe that God has them. No. You better believe God has them before you ask. Why are you asking for something God don't have? Right? We do that. I wonder if God really heals. If you really wonder that, then you're not really asking for healing. You're asking, do you have healing? Yeah. Right? You're going to have to get some revelation of whether he has it before you actually ask him for it. Yeah. You can't receive something you don't believe he has. Yeah. Amen? Yes, so you got to find a word. That's what, that's what Mrs. Moore's talked about. That's what Brother Moore's talked about. You have to find a word to stand on because you're, trying, you're finding something that says God does have that. God does want me to have that. God did make me that. God did give me that. I have these things. Amen? You're looking for a Word to stand on. Your, your, your foundation is sure because it's His Word. His Word is truth. Amen? It says, whatsoever things you when you pray, believe that you receive them. In other words, you need to believe right then they're yours. You say, well, I don't see them. It didn't say believe you see them. Did it? It says believe you receive them. This isn't a giving problem. It's a taking problem. Mm -hmm. Amen? Did you know that word receive means take? I remember the first time I heard that, I thought, well, I don't want to take something from God. (laughs) Yeah, you do. He wants you to take it. He put it out there for the taking. Amen? Mm -hmm. He wants you to possess it. To possess it. You know what happens between believe and receive? Patience. And your patience will possess what you believed you received. Because it won't stop. If you'll let patience have her perfect work, guess what? You'll never want for whatever you prayed for. Amen? Amen? Is that where we're going, James? I guess so. James 1. James 1. The, the word uh, in, the, in that where it says receive, the word receive means to obtain, to have, to hold, get hold of. Amen? So in other words... Uh, You're receiving it now. You're you're grabbing hold of it now. You say, well, I can't grab hold of it. I can't see it. No, you're grabbing hold of it with your faith hands. And you're not letting go because your patience ain't going to let you. Amen? Your patience is going to help you wait until you receive what you ask for. Amen? By faith. Glory to God. Thank You, Lord. He's helping us tonight. You know, when you study for these things and then the Lord helps you, they come out so much better than what you thought when you studied. Right? Because there's so much more there. And, and then you get in the anointing. And the Lord helps you. And He brings stuff out. The good, good things. Amen? Amen? And when you pray, uh, back on this verse, when, when we do pray, we need to pray like we're going to get it. Right? You know, we need to be like my daughter when she asked me for something. You know, I was telling Kim today, I was reading through a bunch of other verses, and I was reading about Caleb, and uh, his daughter, one of the last things they talk about with Caleb is his daughter came to him and asked him, she'd she came. And she'd been, she'd been given away in marriage, and she came home for a day, and she said, she said, Dad, can you do me a favor? And Caleb, just like me, what can I do for you, darling? And she said, I would like, you gave us some land, can we have the springs too? And he said, I'll give you the upper ones and the lower ones. He gave them all to her. That's what I, I don't just say, well, Ramsey, what do you need? $20? No, here, just take my wallet. That's a good way to be, for Ramsey anyway. <laughs> that's a sidetrack. <laughs> I'm like Caleb, so that's okay, right? He gave his daughter whatever she asked. she asked for springs, springs you get. There you go. Upper ones and lower ones. Thank you, Lord. But when we pray, when, when she does ask for something, she doesn't ask like, mm, Dad, I don't know if I want to ask him for this or not. Or, Dad, do you have it? She, she doesn't even question whether I got it. She, she has asked me for things that I didn't know how I was going to get. I remember when she said I'm going to go to this certain college she went to. I'm like, she, she didn't ask me if I had the money for her to go. Because if she would, I'd have had to say no. I'd have had to have been honest, if so she just said, "Do you have the money for me to go there?" I said, "Absolutely not. Not only do I not have the money, I don't know where I'd get the money." Thank God she didn't ask me. I'd have probably said something stupid. Instead, I said, "Instead, me and Ken we 'We'll believe God, Amen. and she'll go to college debt-free.'" Lord Thank God, four year, five years of college almost now, and well, she, no, she's not actually flunking. She actually graduated college. Now she's in grad school, so. And I'm not letting her go anymore. (laughs) Unless she's got a really good job and can pay for it. (laughs) But but a child should not question what their father has for them. Especially a father that loves them. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew 7. He said, you know, if you being good know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more does your Father in Heaven know how to give good gifts to those who ask Him? Amen. Amen? Glory to God. we got a good Father. And we don't need to wonder what He has. And we don't need to be afraid to ask Him for it. He has it for us. You know the reason He has all the stuff He has? For us. Right? Everything He put in the earth and on the earth, you know who He put it here for? Us. Amen. And when He sent Jesus to die for us on a cross and to go to the, go to the pit for us and, and raised Him from the dead, you know why He did all that? For us. So that we could be saved and healed and prosperous and set free so that we could have the fullness of God right here and now. Redemption's plan was awesome. And it was a plan for us to possess everything that had been dispossessed from us by sin. Amen? Now we can possess with faith and patience the things that were taken away by the curse. Glory to God. I like that. I like that a lot. Where did I say go, James? James 1. Verse 2. My brethren. Who's he talking to? Other Christians. you know, what? <laughs> Because you know what? If he's not... They're not going to count it all. Joy, right? When when you weren't living for God or saved, were you counting at joy when bad things happened or or struggles of any sort came near you? You know, when you're not living for God, you could you could you could stub your toe and have the worst day ever, right? Oh, I started this day off bad, and the whole thing's going to be bad. It's going to be Monday today and Monday to Friday. Why? Because you ain't saved. You got no hope. You got no joy. You got no peace. You got nothing, right? Amen? He, he's talking to people that are already supposed to have some joy to count. Right? <laughs> you, he, you can't count it all joy if you ain't got no joy to count. What's he saying? You got some joy because it's a fruit of the Spirit too. Amen? God knows what you have in you. You, can, you can't fool Him. Like People say, ah, I'm just not patient. Yes, you are. You're very patient. You have patience in you. He put it in you. It's a fruit of the Spirit. And if you'll allow it to, you'll grow a whole bunch of it. The problem is, if you don't have any, you just ain't been growing it. right? You need to grow some. Amen? If you ain't got no joy, you need to grow some. Amen? Produce some, whatever. Produce. Produce some produce. Amen? My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. You know, that's the other thing people think. I don't want to fall into diverse temptations. You're going to. <laughs> it, it amazes me. People think, if I get in faith, I don't have to have temptation. That's why you got faith. Amen. If you ain't got nothing to overcome, God would have never even come up with the whole faith idea. Right? Guess what? It doesn't matter whether you want them to come or not. Right? Guess what though? It's just like that fig tree. Jesus never looked at it again. Why? Because it was that 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 was that was how hard a temptation that was. It didn't tempt him to be even one bit nervous that what he said wasn't coming to pass. If you're in faith and you're counting it all you're counting it all joy, why? Because you know that whatever comes against you is just exercise material for your faith. <laughs> Amen? And all it's going to do is make you stronger. Everything that's coming... Because why? Because the just shall live by faith. He's talking to the brethren. They're the just. And they shall live by faith. So He's talking to people who live by faith. And if you live by faith, He says, count it all joy when something comes against your faith. Because it's just going to strengthen your faith. Amen? Amen? He said, Count it all joy when you fall into diverse, different kinds of temptations. Verse 3, Knowing this, that the trying of your faith employs patience. <laughs> it works patience. And what, what, what happened? They, they, they thought they were trying your faith and all of a sudden patience pops up. So not only is your faith strong, but patience is there to help it. It's going to make sure that faith sees its end. Amen? Because what you started out believing, you're going to keep believing. Why? Because patience pops up with its cheerful, hopeful self. Amen? And she's happy. She's happy. Why? Because you started out believing for this, you're going to end up having this. Amen? And this is just trying your faith, which which made her come to work. And she wanted to come to work anyway. Why? Because she's hopeful and cheerful. She's already expecting something. Amen? Amen? It says the trying of your faith it works patience. Glory to God. So when things come like this, it's only making you stronger. You say you mean I got to have problems to get stronger? No problems happen, so go ahead and get stronger. (laughs) Amen. You mean Dave? I'm gonna have problems. You don't have to have problems. Don't get me wrong. You're not looking for problems. But problems, that, that's like ants at a picnic. What do you do? You, either, you step on them. Right? Right? You don't, you don't say, oh, oh, there's ants. We can never have a picnic ever again. Oh my gosh. No, you step on them and you eat your chicken. Right? This isn't hard. They tried your faith. You stepped on them. You ate your chicken. Right? And the trying of your faith is working your patience. So the patience is coming up in you and it's joyful and cheerful and it says, Oh, this is what faith's believing. Oh, yeah, we got that. Faith faith's already received it. I'm gonna wait for it now. It, it, it's, like, it's, like telling somebody, it's like ordering on the phone and sending somebody else to get it. <laughs> right? That's what patience is like. You you call in a pizza, right? You send patience after it. Right? You, 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 you believe for a healing and you send patience to get it. You call in your finances and you send patience to get it. You believe to be delivered and you send patience out to get it. Your faith is using patience to, to, to apprehend those things which it's believing. Amen? Why? Because patience is going to wait till it gets it. Yes, sir. why because it works for your faith that's right. that's you know when patience stops when your faith stops that's why they, at the first verse said cast not away your confidence because if you cast away your confidence your patience stops yes, right? right but as long as your faith is strong your patience is at work faith is strong doesn't matter what's coming against you it doesn't matter I got a new bill in the mail patience is at work I believe I receive the ministering spirits. Go out and bring in from the world system everything I need to pay my bills. He meets all my needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And then you say, Patience, go grab it. Amen? Why? Because you're not quitting. Patience don't quit. Glory to God. Thank You, Lord. And, and what's it say in the next verse? If, if, if you won't interrupt patience... If you won't impede patient's progress, right? If you won't quit believing, if you won't faint, right? Actually, quit believing because you'd faint if you didn't have patience. Patience keeps you from fainting, it's it's your non faint medicine, right? Say, I got fainting spells. Take some patience. (laughs) Amen? Let patience have her perfect work. In other words, let her finish her job and at the end of her job, she's a joyful, hopeful, cheerful endurer. At the end of her job, you receive what your faith began to believe for. Amen? Mm -hmm. And you have those things that you've asked. Glory to God. And at the end of it, you end up entire. What? What's entire? you got everything that you believe for. Right? If you, if you believed for everything and you got it all, that's entire, right? And, and, and wanting nothing. In other words, you didn't want no more. You had everything you wanted. Right? That's what patience does. It goes out and gets what you've received. It can't go out and get what you haven't received. That's why Jesus said, believe that you have received those things that you prayed for, and you'll have them. Because you got to go get the things you've received. Amen? People say, that's works. Well, it's not works. Somebody gave you a car, you'd say, ah, it'd be works for me to come get it, so I can't have it. You need to get over this whole works thing. (laughs) You know what? Because guess what? Works are mentioned a whole bunch in the Bible.
1: Come on.
0: Yes, sir. Good deeds or works. (laughs) We ain't even going there. That's all I got to say about that. If you let patience have your perfect work, you end up entire wanting nothing. What's the next verse? The next verse he start goes back to talking about faith. Amen. He says he says, "Do any of you lack wisdom?" What's he saying? Get in faith. Ask God. If any of you lack you ever think about this? We're we're asking for God to fix things instead of asking him for wisdom. Why do you suppose J- James was smart enough to say, "Do you lack wisdom?" Because if you had wisdom, you could fix most all your problems. Right? It, 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 it pleased God so much that Solomon asked for wisdom that he got everything else. And so in, the, in this book, James says, why don't you just ask for wisdom instead of asking for everything You have people ask, I need this, I need that. Lord, help me with this. Give me that. Take this away. And God says, you need wisdom. <laughs> you need wisdom because I'm tired of hearing you cry. <laughs> if you had wisdom, you wouldn't cry because you'd have the answers. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, a lot of people say, well, this is just an example of him asking... No, I really believe James thinks if you ask for wisdom, you probably get all the answers you want and you won't have to ask for a bunch more stuff. Right? Because if you had wisdom, you'd go find you a verse for everything else. Right? Right? I'm going to get some wisdom. Man, I'm, I'm already liking that. Huh? He said, if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who sometimes on rare occasions but if if you just catch him on the right day we'll give you some you know see this is what i'm talking about this isn't a giving problem god has already given everything we're ever going to get right yes, ma'am. this isn't a giving problem if we don't receive 1st peter 2:24 it's not because it wasn't given right so, is it a reception problem? Yes. And many times it's a patience problem because you didn't keep your patience. Other times it's an offense problem. You got offended. You know what? Offended people rarely get anything. Why? Because they're offended. They're not looking for anything, they're, they're too busy being mad and selfish. Well, you don't know what he did. Yeah, he probably did do that, but he probably doesn't even know you're mad. <laughs> right? And he's not offended you're offended at somebody that's not offended back. That's not really a very, very good fight, is it? We won't go there either. If you lack wisdom, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men. All men. Who's all men? Every man that asks. It's not saying he gives to all men that don't ask. He's saying he gives to all men that ask. Why? Because when you pray, ask for it, believe you receive it, and you'll have that which you've asked for. And so if you prayed for this and you ask for you you gotta believe this verse first. If you ask for wisdom, believe what it says right here. It says, He gives to you. If you ask, he gives it to you. So now you know he gives it to you. So you know it's not a giving problem. Amen? Getting your wisdom is not gonna be God's problem now. You ask, he gave. It says not only does he give, he doesn't even think about what you did or what you didn't do. Right, he's not going to hold back on you. He's going to give you all you need and a little more. Thank you, Lord. Because you only think you need this much. He says, "Oh, you, I see your heart. You're going to big wisdom for you. You're, you're, you're going to need some excess wisdom, yeah." And so he's going to—he's—he's he's not even going to hold back. He's going to give you a whole bunch, and it shall be given to him. Verse six. But let him ask in faith. Why is he? Why is he going back to this faith? Because that's how you receive. Let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. Wavering, wa- wavering is, is oh maybe oh no, oh maybe. You ever been at the ocean and tried to catch a wave? You can't catch one. It go- comes and goes. It comes and goes. Amen. You don't want to be wavery. Wavery is that a word? It is today. You don't want to be wavery. You don't want to be wave wave like. How about that? I like wavery better. You don't want to be wavery. It says let him ask in faith nothing wavering for he that wavers is like the wave of the sea driven and, and driven with the wind in other words everything but the Word of God yeah. not driven doubters are not driven by the Word of God you can't be believing the word and doubting right? right? So doubters, they're, they're driven by other things. They're driven by circumstances. They're driven by the tree that doesn't look dead. They're driven by the mountain that doesn't look moved. They're driven by the big giants. They're driven by the, by the strong walls. They're driven by everything except the big grapes and the promise. Amen? And, and in, in verse 7, he says, let not this man think that God would give him anything. See, that would have been... A con- that would have been contrary to the verses we read before because God already said, if you ask, I'll give it to you. So He didn't say, let not that man think that God won't give it to you. He said, let not that man think he would receive it. Why? Because he does, he's not walking in faith. He's not having the patience. He can't. He's not in a position to receive. That man shouldn't think he would receive. Why? Because he's not walking... With the ability to receive, God gave it when He asked. It says He gives it liberally to every man that asks. This isn't a giving problem. He just got quiet on me. I'll go way over here. Not a giving problem, right? God gives every time we ask. He's already got it ready before you ask for it. Man, if you said, "I'm hungry for some chicken," God there. "He'd already have it for you." You say, I need a, I need some healing in my body. God says, Yeah, got it. Done it. Done it. Huh? Yeah. What else do you need? Some forgiveness for your sins? Done it. Huh? Yeah, you need a little peace and joy? Send it to earth just for you. We're not waiting on God to give it, it's been given. Unto us a son is born, Unto, or a child is born. Unto us a son is given. For God so loved the world that he gave. His only begotten Son. That whosoever would believe in Him should not perish but have. You know what that word have means? Possess. Hold. Take. Huh? Yeah. That's what we're to do. We're to by faith ask and receive and with patience possess. We've been talking about Caleb. Let's look at Caleb. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us. This is good stuff, isn't it? Well, I like it, so just sit and listen to me. I'm enjoying myself right now. If you loved me, you'd just let me enjoy myself. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Leviticus 20 and 24, this was was just one place where he said this. He said it in many places. It was the promise that he gave that he had a land for him. He said, "But I said unto you, you'll inherit their land." He's talking about some other people's land. You know, he—he's he, not saying that uh, you're going to get some land that's not occupied. He told them it was going to be occupied from the start, didn't he? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So they had like 40 years to get in faith, right? Because it took them that long to get there the first time. So they had 40 years to believe this word. And I mean, why should the giants surprise you when he told you the giants are going to be there? You're going to take these people's land from them. You think they were scared the whole 40 years or they just didn't think about it? Let's just don't think about it. Maybe if we don't think about it when we get there, the giants will just be gone. Ostrich faith. That's ostrich faith. Let's stick our head in the sand and believe God. You can't stick your head in the sand and believe God. Faith faith is an action. You have to do something once you have faith. They should have been believing for 40 years before they got there. It says... He says, I'm going to give you their land. You're going to inherit their land. And I will give it unto you to possess it. Sounds to me like they have need of patience. Amen. Yeah. Right? Amen. Well, they got 40 years. They better have need of patience. But you know what? If you think about them, they didn't joyfully, cheerfully wait for anything. No. Yeah. They whinefully, mournfully... Oh, yee, oh... Oh, don't know why he brought us here. Gonna die in this desert. Pharaoh's gonna kill us at the Red Sea. We're never gonna make it. Could have been eating leeks and onions. We do that. We just don't know it god why'd you bring this on me god didn't bring it on you you brought it on yourself he's trying to get you out of it amen Amen. Mm -hmm. do you know every place you walk through you chose to go even if he told you to go there you still had to choose to go and people say i don't know why god sent me through there did you ask him because if god sent you through there it won't matter what's there. It, it could have the biggest fire and the biggest flood you ever saw, and none of it will affect you. Right. But if God didn't send you there, mercy, Lord, mercy, yeah. mercy, Lord, mercy. Amen. Just cry now. Just get your mercy now, because He's merciful. Right. Amen. He said. He said. You know what? This is this is your land. It's a land that flows with milk and honey. And and it's their land now, but it's your land. I'm giving it to you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it to you. All you have to do is possess it. What do you have to do? You have to receive it. Amen? That's what he said with Jesus. He said, I got some salvation for you. I got some joy and some peace. I got some deliverance. I got some prosperity and healing for you. And all you have to do is possess it. (laughs) And all of a sudden you say, oh, but look how big cancer is. Oh, cancer is so big and and my bills, that's a strong wall. Whew. This land eats people alive. You forgot all about that. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it to the abundance until it overflows. Amen. Amen? He didn't say, unless there's a giant in the way. He didn't say, by His stripes except cancer, you are healed. All Right? He never said any of that. No. His Word was truth once. It's truth now. It's truth forever. He doesn't have to speak it twice. It happens the first time. We're healed just as certainly as light is. But we must possess it we must by with our faith and by patience take it hold fast to it be unwilling to let go of it amen amen he said he said i'm giving you this land to possess it it's a land that flows with milk and honey i'm the lord your god what's he saying he said listen it's me who's telling you this it's not joe schmo it is me that's right I'm telling you. I'm giving it to you. So they get there. Numbers 1330. They get there. They send spies out. They all come back. Man, two of them are excited. Man, just exactly what God said. What do they say? Exactly what God spoke is true. Do you know if it wasn't a land flowing with milk and honey before he spoke it it became one right then
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. That's
0: right. but he spoke it and he said this is a land it's a good land and these two came back and he's, he's right it is good 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 and on top of that it's good huh and 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 there's just I mean everything we ever wanted is there there's more than enough water there's land for our cattle there's there's fruit we had to carry it on, on sticks and have two people. Grapes. How many of you eat a grape like that? Man, it's got to be like a beach ball. Huh? That's a big old grape. You wouldn't need but one. Right? You get a bunch of grapes, you can feed 30 people. What what'd you and your family have today? Grapes? That's all we needed. We were full. They come back and they're excited and then the naysayers... The ones that hadn't gotten faith in the first 40 years are still not in faith. Well, sure, it's got good stuff, but how are we going to get to it? What? No patience whatsoever. They weren't believing. God had spoken this 40 years ago, and they still hadn't received it. Do you know that there is words in his book right now that if you'd go back and look at them, if I'd go back and look at them, you'd say, I can't believe I missed that. Lord, I receive that right now. And as certainly as you receive it right now, you'd have it. Because your faith would be built up to grab hold of it. And your patience, you'd say, patience, get it. And it would go wait until waiting was obsolete. And it'd have the things that you asked for. Amen? And he said, and, and they, they keep talking. They say, that's giants and walls and blah, 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 blah. And finally Caleb still, says, shut up. You know, they say he stilled the people, but I know he said shut up. He, he had to. No, he, he, said, he said, stop this. He said, let us go up at once and possess it. He used the exact words that God told him he was going to do. Why? Because he had grabbed hold of that Word 40 years ago. And he grabbed hold of it so strong, and his patience went to work. And while he's in the desert, he's not going, oh, you know, it's a horrible place, sun's so hot, leeks and onions. No! He's not doing that. He's walking through, I'm on my way somewhere to get what God got for me. Amen. I'm going to receive, possess, hold on to, seize, have what God promised me. Amen. And he said, be quiet. Let us go. Don't Let's not even wait. Why, why did not he want Because he already has it. He believes and he, he already has it. He's received. He's believed his word and he's already received what his word said he could have. And he's on his way to go possess what he's received. He's been impatient. He's or he's been patient for 40 years. Expecting, enduring. And all of a sudden, they talk him completely out of it. Next thing you know, Caleb's got another 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't get this. Guess what? Patience had to have her perfect work right there, didn't it? Because you, you can read the story if you want to go on back and read it. At the end, uh, and when he, at 45 years later, he was 85 years old, and he said the same thing. He said, I'm old now, and I'm still as strong as I was when I was 40 years old, and I'm well able to possess this land, and I'll still have the land that God promised. Why, he didn't give up one, one inch because his patience was at work the whole 40 years. He didn't whine. You don't hear verse after verse where he says, you people kept me out. I could have been enjoying this 40 years. You people kept me out. Instead, he let patience have her perfect work. And he ended up entire, wanting nothing. And his daughter ended up with two springs. And the Negev. Amen? Glory to God. That's patience having her perfect work. What he believed for by faith in God's Word, God spoke. He had something to hang on. He, ha- he hung on it for 85 years. Or however, however many years he was out there. Anyway, He was 85 when he got it. Amen? How many got that kind of patience? <laughs> See? See, there's a sticking point right there. Because his patience never gave up. See, patience is a fruit of the Spirit, and, and it has no end. It's eternal. So it doesn't give up. As long as you don't quit, it's going to keep going. Right? As far as it knows, the pizza's still at the window. And it's on its way. Amen? And until your faith stops, it's going. And if we let it have its perfect work, we'll end up with what we started believing for. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. I don't have any idea how to end this. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I do. Yeah, i got one more verse here. One more verse. Luke 8. We want to receive those things that God's promised us. And the first thing we got to do is find the promise, right? We've got to find the Word that confirms what we're believing for. Amen. Once you've got his word, you know, it says in, Th- in Thessalonians that they were pleased with these people because they received the word of God as truth, as it was the word of God. Amen. And that's what God would say to us. When you read my word, when it, when it says, by whose stripes ye were healed, receive that as the truth, not a truth, the truth. It's not a truth, it's the truth. You say, but what if I don't get it? No. See, you, did, you already didn't receive it. Right. Amen? The minute we question, one question, and, and you need to back up and say, no, I'm not questioning. This is God's Word. Amen? That would be, like, be like saying, confess that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart, God raised Him from the dead, and maybe you'll be saved. Right? I mean, that would be like questioning salvation. Any part of the word you question is as, is as much as questioning salvation. You might as well question salvation. If one part's not true, why would the other part be true? If you can't have healing, why can you have salvation? Why, uh, he, actually, healing is part of salvation. So you're only getting like portions. right? It's like distributed like delegates in the United States, it looks like. <laughs> huh? Well, this part you can have, this part you can't. Redemption's a partial work. Maybe you can have this part of redemption. I'm not sure about this. You have all of redemption. It says, if he gave Jesus, well, is he not going to give you everything Jesus did?
1: Right. Amen.
0: Wow. Yes, sir. I mean, that's a Dave translation, but that's what it says. He'll freely give all things without charge. Amen. So, I mean. When when we grab hold of this Word, and and this is where where we're at, Luke 8.15, it's talking about the sower sowing the Word. And and I'm only going to go over one because I know that everybody's been on this lately, but that's why we're on it, right? Because God's trying to show us something. Mm -hmm. Right? But but that on the good ground, the what ground? The good ground. The ground that's staying in faith, the ground that's working its patience, the ground that's going to get what it it came to get. It's going to grow what it came to grow. Amen? Amen? So these are those on the they're on the good ground, which have an honest and good heart. An honest and good heart. Well, what's he saying? A heart that'll believe. A heart that'll receive. A heart that won't quit. A heart full of faith. A heart that has decided that my word's true and it's going to bring forth fruit from that word if it has to wait until I come back. It doesn't care. This is the only thing it's believing. Which you wouldn't have to wait until he comes back, because if you really believe that, you'd have it. Amen? Amen. It says, "Those are on the, which, in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, first thing you got to do is you got to hear the word. Why? Faith comes by hearing. So you can't have faith. Remember, remember, if anybody read uh, Christ the Healer, right? Faith begins where the will will of God is known. If you don't read His will, you won't know His will. So we we got to find a scripture. Just this is more what I was talking about last week. You got to find a scripture. Was it last week she was talking about that? Maybe at some point she was talking about that. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen to every sermon she's ever preached. she <laughs> talks about. <it>. huh? <laughs> be listen a while, but you'll get some good word. But you're an honest good heart, having heard the word, you got to hear the word, you got to get some faith. you got to get hold of faith, You've got to grab hold of that word and you've got to call it truth. Amen. And guess what? There's no such thing as two truths, right? There's only one truth. The minute you get two truths, then one of them's a lie. So really what you got now is two lies. Right? Because you can't have two truths. Does that make sense? If you had two truths, one of them's a lie. There's only one truth. God's word is truth. Amen? Anything right? Anything else is a lie. <laughs> you don't like that. It's it's truth. I'm I'm speaking truth. Anything that's contrary to God's word is a lie. There's no such thing. He he doesn't have two truths. He has the truth. right? His whole Word is truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Right? And so when we hear that Word, then we keep it. What what do we do? We keep it. We seize it. We grab hold. That's another word for receive, if you will. We grab hold of it. We we hold fast to it. We we take it. Amen? Because having heard it, we believe it. We take it. When you believe, you receive. You take it. Amen. That that that's a, that this this is this is what Jesus spoke in Mark eleven. It's the same verse. You believe, you hear the word, you have faith, you believe you receive it, you take it. And when you take it, you bring forth fruit with patience. You don't just bring forth fruit. You bring you you grab patience and you say, Hey, let's go produce some fruit. You don't. You don't. It doesn't say you brought forth fruit without patience. With patience is how you did it. Amen. We are trying to bring forth fruit, and not not expect it, endure it cheerfully. Amen. You can't bring forth fruit without patience. Right? Even if because a lot of people say, "Well, yeah, you got to wait a long time." No, patience man. We need to work a minute. Right? Some people can't wait that long. I prayed and I didn't receive it.
1: <laughs>
0: I've done that. <laughs> Got done praying, looked up, it wasn't there. Uh, it didn't work. <laughs> Guess what? If you're going to produce fruit, you're going to have to have some patience. Amen? And you're going to have to let it have its perfect work. And as we do, having heard the Word, having kept the Word, having seized hold of that Word with patience, in other words, an unyielding, a non-quitting, unfainting uh, force, you've decided you're going to have what God's Word says you can have.
1: Right.
0: Amen? Yeah. Amen? And, and in doing so, you, you won't cast away your confidence. We'll go right back to where we started. You won't cast away your confidence because you believe in the Word that you started believing and you received the day you started believing it. You're not waiting to receive it. You've already received it. You've seized it. You've taken hold of it. It's as good as yours. Your eyes don't have to see it. Your hands don't have to feel it. You don't have to be it. You just have to know in your heart that that's mine. And as you know, it's on its way. It's on its way. Actually, it's not on its way. Patience on its way to get it. Amen? And if it's not on its way, it's sitting there waiting on it. It's coming. People say it doesn't look like you have it. Oh, it's coming. How do you know God's Word said so? Yeah? Oh, yeah. Not only did God's Word say so, I believe God's Word. It said so, I believe it, and guess what? I received it after I believed it because His Word said it. And I'll have it just as sure as His Word said it, and it'll be more certain in my life than if I had it right now. It's coming. People say, how long do I wait? No, you don't have to worry about how long. It's not a length. See, that's the problem. Everybody's saying, I wonder how long it'll take. Don't wonder how long it'll take. Why does it matter if you're happy? Remember, patience is cheerful, hopeful endurance. It's not sadful, mournful endurance. It's cheerful, hopeful endurance. Why does it matter how long it takes? What if it would have took the fig tree two days to dry up? You think Jesus would have quit after the first day? No. No. Why? Because He expected it to happen. It wasn't a matter of when or if. It was just a matter of when. When we believe God's Word and we keep it, it's not a matter of will we bring forth fruit. It's a matter of when will we bring forth fruit. Because it's on its way. There's a bud coming out right now. I saw some Word. Uh Uh-oh. There's a bloom. Whoa, whoa. I'm seeing some patience. I'm seeing some joy come out right now. I'm seeing some prosperity coming out on that limb. Oh no, there's a little healing coming out over here. Uh, You grabbed a hold of the Word and you kept it. And you're getting the things that God's promised us. Amen? Stand up on your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Isn't He good to us? Thank You, Lord. Faith is such a huge subject. And it's such a fun subject because you know what? You, you ain't, you're, you've never arrived. <laughs> right? And so as far as you've went in faith, you can keep going. Amen? It, it, it is it is, it, it is the only thing that you would never quit on. You're never going to quit. You're never going to quit using it. If you had everything you needed by your faith, you should start believing for somebody else. And then you might see that you could believe something more for you that might help somebody else. That's right. Amen? I remember the first time Mrs. Moore said, think about what you're believing for. I there and I thought, I thought, how sad that is. I mean, it was years ago, yesterday. No, it was years ago. <laughs> years ago. <laughs> how sad that is if we don't know immediately what we're believing for. And if we don't, we need to find something to believe for. You know, Kim started keeping a prayer journal of people that we're praying for, people that we're believing for. So we always have something that we're believing for somebody else, at the very least, if we're, if we're not smart enough to also believe for something for us. Amen? That might help somebody else. Glory to God. And so, you know what? We want to keep His Word present in our heart because it's building up the faith for the next thing you're going to believe. Amen? And and as you believe that, and patience begins to have her perfect work because you believed it, you've received it, patience is on her way to get it, and and you're on your way to the next thing. Jesus wasn't even thinking about the fig tree. He was on His way to the next thing. Amen? And that's the thing. Once Once we've prayed and believed and received and patience is having her perfect work, she can do all she wants while you're doing other things. And guess what? She can locate in more than one place too. Right? You could be believing over here, believing over you could have your patience doing good works all over the place. Amen. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. You guys got a song? Thanks be to God. Food.